0: Welcome, everybody, to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. I'm Pete Wright. That over there is Nikki Kinzer. Hello, Nikki.
1: Hello, Pete Wright.
0: At uh, the stand-up desk. I'm at the stand-up desk. You know what I didn't and say? And I'm not. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> you're at the energy dagger desk. I know. We, I didn't mention last week that I, my wife so kindly bought me a, uh, one of those uh, mats, those padded like gel mats. Oh, nice. That you put under the desk. That's really nice. Feels like But walking. you
1: sit on it, or may not sit on you it, stand you stand on it, on it yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So You're it's it, like squishy?
0: Yeah, it's really squishy. That's... I like to stand on it barefoot. It feels like I'm walking on jelly.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah, it's really nice. That's a very handy addition to the stand-up desk. But we are not talking about stand-up desks this no. week. We are talking about, uh, we're continuing our series on, on ADHD at work. And this one, we're, we're diving into uh, effectiveness, getting the most out of your day.
1: Yes. Where would yes. you like to begin? Well, I, I want to begin because like last week we briefly kind of talked about um, at the end of the show, we talked about doing that daily review or looking at your calendar um, so that you can know what's going on for the next day, right? Yes. So you know what's going ahead. So I just kind of want to expand a little bit more on this subject, um, give some extra tips and, and just really have a discussion on kind of how to do this. And maybe if you have anything to offer or I have anything to offer, we can throw that into the mix. Yes. Uh, now, I can tell you one of the, the most common scenarios that I hear from from clients um, is really that thought of I'm just not sure where the day goes. You know, like I, I know I was busy. I know that I got to work on time and I stayed late and I worked through my lunch. But, boy, I couldn't really tell you what I did or I feel so overwhelmed that I did a little bit of something with everything, but i still not feeling like I'm accomplishing anything. Um, I know I have felt that way before. Have,
0: oh, I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a, I, I have a learning, but I want to, you talk more about this and then I want to talk about, I'm going to let my life serve as a warning to others.
1: <laughs> oh no. Okay. Well, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, first of all, I think it's important that we build awareness around it, right? So um, we need to figure out what's getting in your way of your day. Like, what's happening? Are you getting distracted? Is there too much to do? Are you taking on too much? Maybe you're not setting those clear boundaries well enough. Um, and all of these are, are topics that we could really talk about. They could have their each each individual podcast, right? No, um, oh, truly. And, and they're all topics that I coach around. I mean, they're all all very, very real um, to many people. But I think at this point, the most important thing to figure out are just what the key factors are that are stopping you from really getting the most out of your day. And then the awareness is really the first step towards towards change. And we'll uh, touch on some of these things a little bit um, right now too, so you can kind of figure out like, okay, well, now I'm aware of them. So what do I do? Um, And the first, I think, clear, problem for most people is the distractions, right? This is no surprise for ADHD um, that there are going to be distractions, not only externally, but internally. And so what we want to do is really figure out how do you set up your environment to eliminate those distractions? Yes. And so, you know, if you know you're going into working on a project or you're going um you need to to set some time aside to to make a deadline. An easy distraction is that phone. So if if you have your cell phone, put it in a locked cabinet. If you have, you know, an actual phone that's hooked up to your office and company, you know, put it on hold or mute or don't let it ring, whatever that button is that will make it not ring. You know that (laughs) is for you? The anti-ring button. That anti-ring button so that you're not tempted to answer it. Um, All of these little things, you know, just to really get the distraction, I can't speak, distractions out. Shutting your door if you have your own office. Um, If you can, shut your door and just let other people know that, you know what, for the next couple hours, I can't be interrupted unless it's really, really, important, um, you know, whatever it is that you can do to purposely eliminate the distraction, the better off you can be. Um, and, and recognizing that that's kind of what you need to do in in that situation. Does that, am I around in circles? I feel like I'm not really.
0: No, I think you're making a great, uh, a great deal of sense. And I, you know, I think that distractions, um, you know there was there was something that occurred to me as you were talking which is you know one of the distractions that I think I I at least used to run into when I worked for other people right when I when I had an office job and and I think maybe it was when I was on salary mm-hmm. uh you know when I had an annual salary and I didn't you know I I wasn't focused on time Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Right. I I didn't. I had no concept of what was distracting me because of the inverse condition. I had no concept of how long it took me to do the work that I was supposed to do. Uh, So I would go into work, and I would uh, sit down at my fancy desk and look at my fancy big monitor, and I would answer email all day, and I would maybe make a few phone calls, and I would get to the end of the day, and I wouldn't really have much of a sense of what I accomplished. I know I moved some things forward, likely kicked some cans down the road for some other people, uh, but I, I didn't really have a sense of what I accomplished or the impact that distractions were having on my my effectiveness. Mm-hmm. It was not until I quit my job and began to work hourly on a contract basis when I realized that there is a direct connection between productivity and time, right? Right. Uh, distraction and time and my overall income and time that I started to make sense of that. And I, one of the things, and maybe you're going to talk about this. One of the things that, that really helped me make that transition was to write down what I was doing when I was doing it for a few days, uh, and keep an, an hourly log of, of my work and, or my distractions, just write down everything to then Mm -hmm. see here's where I'm really spending my time. Mm -hmm. And that ended up being very useful and very useful in ferreting out where the distractions were really hitting me and answering that question. Am I working on what I'm supposed to be working on right now?
1: And and great way to build the awareness is by tracking it. So I'm glad you bring that up because I wasn't going to. So yeah, cool. I think that's fantastic that you bring that up because if you aren't truly aware of what's distracting you, like you can you can't pinpoint it's the phone or interruptions. Then um, definitely, I suggest doing what Pete's saying is is track it for a couple of days and and look and see what is it that um, is distracting me and and what do I need to do to eliminate that. Um, and and, and you know what you asked or what you said, are you working on what you're supposed to be working on right now? That's a great reminder too. Um, and one of the little, T- tips that you can do on that is to set that alarm every hour on the hour, um, whether that's on your computer or your phone or whatever, just as a as a ringer to to remind you are you working on what you're supposed to be doing right now. And I've had clients who actually put that on a post you note know, and stick it right on their computer so they don't forget um, to look at that and think, okay, pause, am I doing the right thing, or do I need to to do something else? Am I being distracted right now? Yeah. Um, that's great.
0: I've got, yeah, I just wait stuff. till next week. I've got more stuff, more technology stuff around this area that's gonna that's gonna I hope help some people find some awareness. So little tease yeah. for next week.
1: Great, 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 great. Well, and then the second um, piece to that, as far as, you know, what's happening, what's really going on here, it could be that you have too much to do. You could be feeling very overwhelmed of the different projects or tasks that you have to do. Um, So one of the things that I'll recommend people to do is to develop a kind of a master list of projects, get it all out of their head um, and onto some kind of paper or into the computer, um, into Evernote or, you know, whatever project management type of, um, program or app that you may be using. Um, but get those, those projects out of your head and and start brainstorming the different tasks that belong to those projects so that they're somewhere. So you don't have to keep thinking about them. Um, I would not use this master list as your daily to-do list. I think that's where people get really messed up is they go back to this as their main to-do list. And then it really feels overwhelming. Um, so, one of my suggestions is to is to choose one or three one to three tasks from this master list and do that on a daily basis so you're kind of you have two different lists you have your master list and you have your to do list, but your to do list for that day really should only be one to two one to one two or three things Does that make sense yeah yeah um and those are the priority things, and so those are the things that you know have to get done for whatever reason um but it's a lot i think much it's a lot less overwhelming to look at a list of of 3 items to do than to look at a list that's 3 pages long and then not even really sure what to do right because you you just don't know if if you have an issue with deciding what's important and what those priorities are, then that's when I would highly recommend that, that you work with a coach for a little while, um, because it can be really helpful to work with a coach or at least work with a, um, somebody you trust that might be able to break it down for you. Um, as far as figuring out what those priorities are and what that looks like, because I know that that can be a very difficult thing for people to do is they just don't know everything feels important.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, Okay, so the last thing I'm going to talk about here is if you feel like you're taking on too much. And this is kind of tricky a little bit because sometimes you you don't maybe have... A, a, a say in how much you take on, depending if you're, if you're getting it from your boss or whatever. Um, but it's definitely this boundary setting that we have to be aware of. Um, I see this with my clients a lot, M- you know, so many of them are just such kind, um, generous people that they want to, they want to please their coworkers, their clients, their customers, their people pleasers. They don't want to ruffle any feathers. And so, you know, they want to help they'll, they'll be the first one to say yes. If somebody asks them to do something, and um, although this is a wonderful characteristic, it can definitely get you in trouble when you know all of a sudden you're overbooked and you're overlapping appointments and you're getting overwhelmed and now you're getting stressed. I mean, it's just not good for you. Um, so I think it's important to know when you can say no. You know, again, I think you have to be smart if it's coming from your boss or or what the what the situation is. But if at all um, possible. If, if you can, if somebody asks you something and can you do this, you know, see if you can pause before you reactively ask or answer, I mean, and, um, you know, thank you for asking, but let me get back to you. Can I get back to you in five or ten minutes? Or can let me get back to you by the end of the day. Just give yourself a little bit of time to figure out how that fits into your schedule before just automatically saying yes.
0: You know, somebody said to me the other day, and I thought this was a great bit of advice that I couldn't learn from, is that it's okay to remember no is a complete sentence. Right, right. You yeah. Can just you can just say no. I mean, you can say it nicely, but you don't have to feel shame, right, for not being able to help somebody that you otherwise might normally want to help. You don't have to, to justify or rationalize what else you're working on that is in the way of you being able to take on this new project. You you can just, you can in many cases, I'm not saying every case, in some cases you may be, you know, assigned a job mm-hmm. that you have to take on somehow. But you can say No. It's Mm -hmm. okay to say no, and you're not a bad person for saying no. You are a good person because you're giving somebody else the opportunity who may have time and resources to do something that you are too overwhelmed to do.
1: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and again, depending on, you know, the relationship with your boss in that situation, if they're giving you something new, you know, asking them more questions about when the deadline is and does it have to be done today or can it be done tomorrow and letting them know, you know, I've got this and this today and it may not get done till the end of the week. Is that going to be okay? But being honest about that communication with them too of, of what's on your schedule and not just jumping to that automatic yes and then yes, now all of a And you've overcommitted and overpromised, mm-hmm. which usually does not turn out well.
0: Rarely, yeah. I can't. I can't even think of one time. No,
1: no. So I would rather see, I would rather see my client be honest and say, Hey, I can't get this done today, but I can do it by the end of the day. Or I mean, I'm sorry, by the end of the week. Is that okay? Rather than saying, yeah, I'm going to get it done today. And then they don't get it done today. Yeah. Absolutely. And then now they have, now they have that stress and worry of going into the boss's office tomorrow saying, Oh, didn't do it.
0: Yep. Didn't get it. Didn't get it done. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um,
1: but that does take some work on that reaction, right? And that's, that's, that's important to, to kind of highlight here is that you do have to pause yeah. and wait before you say yes. Because and it's so, so
0: easy to say, oh, sure, yeah, no problem.
1: Yeah, I could do that. That's
0: easy. No, yeah. yeah, no, I got that because technically you can do it. That's not the question. Right. Right? Are you enabled to do it now?
1: Exactly. So be honest with yourself. You be
0: honest with the people around you. like Great tip.
1: Yes, so, you know, I know that this is kind of the end of, of sort of my portion because I know the next show you're going to be talking about digital, and man, you are so good at that, oh. and I, I am a student- And I I listen, but what I want to, what I want to throw out there now is that if you do find yourself, um, struggling over your work day, whether that is, you know, looking for a new job, interviewing for a job, organizing the workspace, all these things that we've been talking about, um, coaching can be a great resource. I encourage you to reach out to me. You can find me on my website. You can call me, email me. I'd be happy to talk to you more about my services, how it works, um, all of that stuff. So I encourage you to do that. if, if, this uh if the, the, the well if any of these podcasts resonate with you um please reach out
0: but, yes yeah. indeed please please do excellent thank you so much as always nikki for your wisdom uh you can find the show search for it in itunes we sure appreciate kind reviews and ratings in itunes subscribe to it for free make sure you don't miss a single episode of of adhd awesome and uh, and uh, on behalf of nikki kinzer i'm pete wright we'll catch you next week on taking control the adhd podcast